Hey everyone, this is Luis from the Bistros, and today we have part two of the three episode series about how to 5x your monthly download. So today we're actually going to tell you how we actually like 4x the average monthly downloads and then 5x the total amount of downloads. Uh, we're going to share a little bit of the story on like how we started and the, the, the positioning of the show and then how that helped us initially, but then how that evolved. We're going to go over some data and then we're going to tell you how we ranked actually 2% in the entire world. That's crazy. And then I'm going to break down some of the numbers, uh, but I'm super excited that you're here with us. With that said... We've got some fresh hey, new young talent. I'm Luis. And welcome to Content is Profit Podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase your revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a very good time. The goal of this podcast is simple. Entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. That's right. Welcome, everybody. This is Luis here. Fonzie could not join me today, but that's okay because this is part two of that 5X episode. I cannot wait to share with you some of the insights. So today we're going to go over some of the data that we've collected over the last three months, uh, how we started the show, why we started the show the way that we started it, and uh, how. what are the, some of the things that we actually implemented in the last three months to achieve the same amount of downloads that we achieved in the first 18 episodes of Content's Profit. That's crazy to me. So with that said, welcome to the show here. We'll, we'll lower this down a little bit because it's a uh, party's too crazy. Party's too crazy. But anyways, so uh, as I sat down the other day uh, to map out this episode, like I mentioned the, the, in the last episode, uh, it turned out that we have so much to cover. We actually, there's like 10 things that we're going to break down um, that we actually did in the last few months that helped us boost the downloads. And this is super important because when we started Continuous Profit, we did not start it with the goal of uh, listenership. We started with the goal of relationship building. For those that are new to the show, welcome. Welcome to Continuous Profit. Um, and the story behind it is we were serving a lot of local businesses um, in our hometown. And we lost about 80% of sales when COVID decided to uh, appear in our town and they decided to close all of the shops. So all the shops were closing and uh, within a week we got calls and we had about 60 days of runway in our business. Um, so the show really became a Hail Mary. We've heard from multiple people, including our coaches, that we needed to have some kind of platform, some kind of content creation uh, machine, right? And at the time we were doing just Facebook Lives, we weren't really pushing anything else. And uh, we were like, you know, why not? There's nothing else to try. We don't have the budget. We don't have the money to run ads. Um, we're trying to f do market fit for a different market. It was a different product than uh, for uh, brick and mortars. So there's a lot of testing. And that, um, that closure came in a very pivotal moment in our business, right? So we decided to launch a show. We, we decided to do three episodes a week. Uh, because initially we wanted to shorten the learning curve on how to do the podcast, right? So we're like, okay, if we do once a week, we're just going to get one chance to do this. If we do three a week, we're going to get to make mistakes faster. So that was actually the initial decision. As we start producing content, the first 20 episodes, um, it was just original content. We will use a very simple framework, which was we will learn something, we will consume content, we were like check on our notes and things that we we're learning about the market. 
Uh, it could be news, it could be trends, it could be all that, and then we'll share a story about it, and then how do we relate it into um, our business. So that was the initial framework for the first 20 episodes, and then quickly we realized, we're like, wow, okay, if we are going this fast, it can be a little bit challenging, we don't have the system, we don't have the, at the time we didn't have the team on the back end to help us out, so what do we do? We should start having conversations. So we invited our, our main coach, and then we invited some local people, uh, to have these conversations, uh, we call it low hanging fruit. People that we feel comfortable kind of conducting these these interviews, and uh, very quickly we started being approached by the guests themselves or people that are close to the guests about our services and what we did, and they, they were enjoying and liking a lot of what we we're doing at the time. So it was super exciting because that was the first time that we actually connected revenue to the show and the platform. And uh, if you want to learn more about that framework that it got developed. Uh, just let me know, send us a DM. We actually have the six-figure platform presentation that we did at PodFest a couple months ago. Um, it's completely free if you want it. Just let me know. But it, this, the actual system and the framework that we use to actually scale our business from zero to six figures and, and more, I think we've done more than a quarter million dollars with that system up to date. So super exciting. But, you know, that was because it was so connected to revenue and we were so dependent on the show to move things forward in the business uh, we decided to double down on that one strategy. So with that, it came that we're not going to look at data uh, in the podcast as far as like audience, how do the episodes are optimizing because everything that mattered at the time, which if you're starting a platform, I highly encourage you to do this, is the guest, is the person that you're connecting, is their relationship, right? So the highly, the initial focus was on that person because guess what? The show, it became this one stage in the sales process, which was super awesome, super successful, right? So as we start to grow, we build the resources and we talk about this in the publishing pyramid. So again, if you want that one, it's also for free. Let me know, send me a DM. But um, we started increasing the resources of the company and we started investing in our team. We hire our operational team and uh, we started hiring our production team and that helped big time in the process of the show that went from about investing, you know, 12 hours a week to just three hours a week, three and a little bit because of the prep that we had to do for, for the guests. Now, with that said, uh, we fast forward a ton, right? And the, still the priority is that. And then we get approached by this amazing organization called Hotspot. And they were like, hey guys, like we love what you guys are doing. We love the concept of the show. We love the energy. We love the interviews. Do you want to be a part of this, right? And that was about the time that we released the, the episode that you heard um, a couple days ago, right? If you haven't heard it, please go. Jonathan is awesome. He's the head of growth in Hotspot and he shares amazing tips, especially on cold call, call emailing. Um, so around the time the show had, if you go to listennotes.com, it's a resource that we're going to put out there. You're going to be able to see the ranking of different shows in the whole world. So I think we were ranking about 10%. We were top 10% in the world, which was an amazing achievement, but at the same time, it's probably not one of the top uh, performing uh, podcast. We we're getting consistently between 700 to 1,000 downloads um, a month. This is just audio downloads. This is nothing. Um, we were not counting any micro content or any live views. We tested a couple of times, well, a couple of things during that period. We tested putting money behind the Facebook lives that increased the lives reach. Um, we saw a little bit of a difference uh, inside of the downloads. Uh, but it wasn't very significant. So we stayed about a thousand downloads per month, right? Which was decent, was decent. Uh, but you know, when you talk about sponsorship, which is a lot of people that come into the space, 
they um, this is the first thing that they want to tackle. They want to tackle. They want to sell sponsorships. They want to do this, and it's really hard because um, if you hear like the top shows like Joe Rogan or My First Million, even from our network or Jenna Kutcher, right? Um, it takes time. It takes about two, three, four years even to uh, for a show like this to increase the audience, right? So we were like, okay, well, maybe that's not the route, and that's why we were so focusing on monetizing behind. Uh, offering our service to the people that were coming into the show. And it was amazing, right? So the framework still works, by the way, we still do it. So when Hotspot approached us um, with this amazing opportunity, we obviously said yes. We're like, heck yeah, <laughs> let's do this. And uh, obviously there's some terms. And part of the focus was growing audience, right? And this was totally new environment for us because the focus was not there before. <laughs> we actually did not see numbers for the first like six to nine months. It was like, we'll like log into buzzsprout.com where that's where we hosted the show. We had these analytics on the back end that is super basics, but they'll tell us, you know, total downloads and where are people tuning in? And I think uh, to this day, I think we're, we're in a ton of countries. Uh, I have to check the data, but it was like something like 52 countries, uh, 200 cities, which is super awesome. People from all over the world are tuning in but again, it was like one download, two downloads per person. And we're like, okay, but we didn't give it enough thought. So once they approach us with this opportunity, we're like, okay, now we have to figure out if this podcast is going to serve the platform or an audience, right? Because if we're going to be doing solo episodes with market research, it will serve the audience, but the immediate connection to revenue, right? Which is that guest is going to disappear. So we had like this massive... Um, decision to make and we still do by the way we're still playing with some of this this is why you've heard some of solo episodes some interviews and an exchange and we thank you for being part of this journey with us because we're documenting this whole journey now uh we had to choose it felt like we had to choose between platform and audience which at the end uh it, it didn't have we didn't have to choose which was awesome that's a happy story but um fast forward right a few months and uh, on listen notes, we ended up ranking from 10% to 2% in the world, which is awesome. Um, and then as far as I'm, I'm looking here on my spreadsheet, right? So um, in January, we had about 600 downloads. February Q1, this is this year, we had 687 audio downloads. Then in March, things go up a little bit. I think we started promoting. We started um, sharing on social media that there's a new announcement. So I think people were tuning in and it jumps to about 1,172 downloads, which, you know, almost double from the month before. So importance of hyping things up on social. This is completely organic, by the way. We haven't put any advertising money at that point. So the announcement that Hotspot starts, um, we do it for Q2. So starting April. And one of the amazing things that we decided to do was a four-hour live stream with, an, uh, I think it was like eight of the guests that we had in the show previously. And they came in and rocked the world, and we had a ton of people, and we actually ended up doing a, um, a giveaway shortly after. But that gave an initial boost because it was everything was centered for, on this amazing event that was happening to us. We used our email list for the very first time to promote the show, uh, up to this point, we did not use our email list to promote the show. And we sent people to it. And we had an amazing response. And the feedback was really positive. And we used this to um, motivate people to do reviews. So what happened right after that live stream and the announcement that Hotspot was going to be part of the our world, um, they advertised, I think, is in their newsletter. But the show went up and ranked about 25%. Uh, I think it was like top 25 no, I don't think. I'm confirming. 
Yes, I'm confirming. So top 25 marketing podcasts in the nation. And that was a huge achievement because before that, that was not a thing. What does this mean? This means that we get to uh, help more people with our message. We get to help more people with the things and the and the topics that we talk about. We give more exposure to our guests, which translates into more value on the back end for that guest, right? So we're like, okay, we're starting to see like this whole benefit, right? Um, on building both the platform, the six-figure platform, and then the other end, obviously, the audience, right? So part of the deal is that we have to Go out and test some marketing and tactics and strategies. And you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for quite a while, that we are massive fans of the frameworks. Yes, you are right. The frameworks. <laughs> I'm doing this whole thing like Lucas shows every time he Lucas, my son, the three year old, and he watches this show and like they ask a question and they they stop, and then the kids answer like Lucas answer all the time. It's like that what that option, the square, the circle. <laughs> So I'm doing the same thing with you uh, in the podcast. But anyway, so uh, what I want to do next is obviously, I mean, we, the, the end result, the fast version, right, is we multiply, we 5X the monthly downloads compared to the before. And the, in those three months that we implemented these next strategies that we're going to break down, um, we did the same amount of downloads than the previous 18 months. So total numbers, uh, we did... Uh, about 18, almost, uh, we did 17,331 downloads um, in the first three months of it. I think four months. I'm counting marching here. And then previously, in those 18 months, we did about 1,000 downloads per month, totaling 18,000. So super exciting, obviously. Uh, and just so you know, on the back end, you're like, oh, my gosh, okay. For some people, that might be a lot. For us, it is a lot, right? For some other people, like, oh, my gosh, but you guys don't have millions of downloads? No, we don't. Uh, we're going to get there. And, again, for for uh, for comparison, right, we have uh, one of the shows in our network, My First Million. Um, they, after two years, is when they started to get the big numbers, right? And, uh, and there's a lot of elements that we're going to break down on why that is. And I think they get about 2 million downloads or per month. I believe uh, recently that's the data that they've been sharing. So it does take time, right? So, but again, what I want to do is don't get discouraged because there's a lot of stuff that you can do today. And if your show, if your platform is for your people, is for the people that you serve, for your biggest fans, for your clients, for your for the people that are closest to your business, it's going to work out even if the massive downloads are not there. So uh, listen to these as a journey uh, we're documenting this whole thing. So hopefully you can grab one or two of these strategies and move things forward. So today for the sake of time, what I'll do is I'll break down the first three. Um, and then tomorrow or, uh, Saturday, when you're listening to this episode, we're going to actually break down. I'm going to bring Fonzie into, we're going to record together and we're going to break down all 10. Okay. So, um, all right, let's see. Let's pick the first one. The first one is obviously number one, this is massive, consistent production, consistent podcast production without consistency nothing else matters right so there's a lot of people that come into our world that they come in and they're like yeah i do one episode a month and then i do two and then i do four for the next month and then i go back to one and it's like that's super challenging for people to uh to build a brand to to build rapport with you because the consistency is not there so for us is that means 10 to 12 episodes per month. If we could do it daily, we'll probably be doing them daily, but our, our capacity is pretty limited. So uh, number one is you got to be consistent producing your podcast, your platform, your content, right? So again, go back to the publishing pyramid. 
uh, plug. If you don't have it, let me know. Send me a DM at Luis.Camejo on Instagram or at BizRosco and we'll send the PDF so you can see it. But make sure that you measure your own capacity. How can you be consistent? For us, it meant three times a week. Maybe for you is one time a week. Maybe it's two times a week. Who knows? But make sure that you can create a consistency cadence that you can sustain for a long period of time, right? So that's number one. Number two, the number two element that we used uh, to increase the downloads, and this is from the very beginning, right? Because uh, from zero downloads to about a thousand a month, we had to do something. So uh, is leverage guests and their audience. So our very first guest was somebody local that had a massive following on LinkedIn and, and people, and he blasted social media when we did the live and he blasted social media when uh, the episode was released. And then the second uh, person was, um, our coach actually that is part of a bigger community and he has a ton of leverage in that community and we asked him from the very beginning like hey can you share the episode when it goes out and he's like absolutely so make sure that you have a step in your process where you leverage your guests right whether that's asking them to share it asking them if they want to advertise with you so there's different platforms which we'll break down in the next episode um, that you can put money and and acquire downloads so there's some cases where people are willing to invest in that because they're promoting their thing. So uh, make sure that there's a way, there's a system inside of your platform that you can leverage their audience. So ways, it could be share on social media, share on your email list, share on your newsletter, uh, do an event together. What are some joint ventures, things that you can do to promote the show? So that's number two. And then number three, is obviously the micro content production. This initially helped us a ton. Uh, we haven't done it so much lately because of internal capacity. There's still content going out, not at the volume that it was going out. Uh, more on that tomorrow. But it, it helped a lot for brand recognition. It helped a ton for staying on the feeds. I actually have <laughs> a funny, very funny story to end the episode today. Uh, we were at uh, Funnel Hacking Live, the ClickFunnels conference and this was about a year into the show and content is being pumped out it was um really awesome that was when we had the employee that was helping us there we then we re we reassigned different roles uh, so at the time it, we, we we were publishing about seven pieces of content organically almost every single day and uh in that conference they do this thing where they give a prize for like a million dollars if you sell a million dollars uh, from your funnel, they'll give you like this thing, right? And it's this ceremony that lasts about two hours. People go on stage, super awesome. Everybody celebrates. But at the time, I think we had about $150,000 in sales uh, with that attached to the podcast. So very far away from the million dollars. So we're watching the people and I get up to go to the bathroom. And when, I, when I'm walking towards the bathroom, I encounter these people that two of them have been guests on the show and then another person, it was friends of theirs, but they have a very successful business. And that person turns around and he's like, hey, Luis, congrats. And I'm like, what? Why? Why are you saying congrats? Uh, for your two comma club, for your million dollar award. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Do you know something that I don't? Because uh, that would be awesome. <laughs> but uh, she's like, oh my God, no, I, th I thought you guys were getting your award. And I'm like, no, what makes you think, uh, you know, what, what makes you think that? And she's like, whoa, I see you guys everywhere. Uh, and I'm like, that moment, there was like this light bulb in my head. And it was the perception that people from outside of you, right, 
have when they see your content consistently showing up on their feeds, right? And tomorrow we'll talk about, we'll talk, we'll, we'll dissect this a little bit more, but we shifted the focus on being, we call it uh, relative omnipresent, being where your audience is. And at the time we were being omnipresent, like literally everywhere to see if we could attract what content and there's a strategy behind that. But that was super amazing and, and uh, enlightening to see her reaction because she's like, I thought you guys were at this position, like 10 next, just based on publishing consistent content. Guess what? How is this possible? How is this good for your business? Well, this is a lever, right? This is a leverage point that you can take advantage um, ethically, please, uh, where you can be like, oh, well, you know, that's a positive impression. Now I can come in with confidence into a sales conversation, for example, right? So the micro content production and promotion is super important. So those are the first three strategies that we actually started implementing uh, from the very beginning, but they continued on into the next few months. And tomorrow we're gonna continue. We're gonna break this down a little bit more. We're gonna have I have seven more that I wanna that I wanna show you, plus a bonus one uh, on leveling up. And then we're gonna share with you what are the future strategies that we're actually gonna try to continue to grow the show, right? The goal is to get about a thousand uh, downloads per episode. That will be uh, our initial benchmark goal. I don't know when we're going to get that, but that, that will be amazing. So we're going to share some of the strategies that uh, we use in the first three months. We're going to share some of the strategies that we're going to try in the next three months. And also, we're going to share some of the tools that we use to measure and monitor all of this. So thank you guys for tuning in today. I hope this was helpful. I know we I share a little bit of the backstory on the show. I think it's necessary, right, to give some context. If you still have some questions or, you're, or you have some comments, or you want to learn more, please let us know. Let us know. Reach out on social media at BizBroscos. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on LinkedIn. Literally everywhere. Where are we the most? We are in Instagram. So send us a DM at BizBrosco. Send me personally a DM at Luis da Camejo. You're gonna find me. There's like an orange uh, picture in there. And if you want the publishing pyramid framework and the six-figure platform framework completely for free. Just let me know, send me a DM. Be like, what's up? And you can send an emoji if you want. With that, guys, thank you so much for tuning to the Contents Profit Podcast. I'll see you guys tomorrow. And make sure, make sure if this was impactful today, to leave us a five-star review. So thank you guys. And uh, we'll see you on Saturday. Take care. Bye.